The Big Fella Podcast. Talking everything NFL. Hi, I'm Baldy, and I've been following football for over 40 years. And I'm the big fella, and I'm a newbie to the sport. Each week, we'll be talking football, and as you'd expect, I know quite a lot. And I know f*** all. So subscribe, rate, and review to help spread the love. Thanks for finding Baldy and the big fella. So, good morning, uh, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to Baldy and the big fella. I am the big fella. Because I'm rather rotund, uh, and that means I've got to introduce. Um, I, I make that sound so bad. I've got to. I must introduce uh, my my partner in crime, my my buddy to my right, uh, the bald fella. Hello. Hello, sir. How are you doing? I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm pretty cold, but we're going to get onto that. I'm sure. <laughs> we are going to get onto cold. <laughs> <laughs> I can feel but, it. But we can't mourn. I, I, well, I'm, I'm going to have a damn good try at it, if I'm honest. <laughs> but it's been a great, great weekend, and I can't wait to have a chat about it. Oh, I know, yeah. So, uh, so shall we? Let's do it. One, two, three, four. This week on Baldy and the Big Fella. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And I've all, already, already... Got something to look forward to, and I knew I had something to look forward to anyway, but now I know, because it's been released. And she took the packet off and went to lick it, and her tongue stuck, the tongue and her lips stuck to the ice cream. <laughs> she was like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what? Brady okay. is the greatest quarterback of all time. Belichick is the greatest beep, coach of all time. Beep. Is that you backtracking? Beep, <laughs> beep. Hi, I'm Maurice Jones Drew, and you're listening to The Big Fella. Hi, we're The Roar, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, Baldy and The Big Fella. So there you go, that is what is on in store this week on Baldy and the Big Fella, episode 16 as well, if you do, uh, please want to get in touch with us, you can do, very, very easy, you know, we've made it so simple, uh, a fool could do it, honestly, if they can, because he's tried and he's next to me, it is uh, Baldy and TBF, and that is uh, across all the socials, uh, which would be X, uh, formerly Twitter, uh, we've got Facebook as well as Instagram. You can email as well. It's Baldy and TBF at Outlook.com. That is the way uh, to get in touch with us. So please like, share, do whatever, spread the love that we need from you to let's grow this into a global phenom- global phenom- ph- Let's just make it quite big then, shall we? Uh, so, sir. Uh, Are we talking about a phenon- phenomenon? A f- You've f- even made f- me get it wrong f- now. F- Something f- like a phenomenon. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, I'm sure we've got lots to talk about uh, today. Are we going to be, by any chance, mentioning... Playoffs! Today. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's all we're going to mention. Because it was the... Playoffs! Uh, was it, so there you go. Listen, it's, all I will say is this. It's on the machine now. And even when it's not the... Playoffs! We'll be playing... Playoffs! Because we like it. So there you go. <laughs> right, so what's first? Well, um, not long after we recorded last week, they I mean, they didn't even, they could have waited for the podcast last week, but they yeah. announced the London home teams. Yeah. And they had a countdown to it, so they started at nine o'clock, mm-hmm. and they went, something's happening today, and then they did something at ten o'clock, which showed the Spurs Stadium mm-hmm. on, on Twitter, and then at eleven o'clock it said, it's coming soon, yeah. and then, they, and apparently there was clues in some of those things that that actually showed you who, who the teams were, but I couldn't spot it. One of them was yeah. Bart Simpson doing something, his eyebrows were raising up and down, so... Right, okay. Anyway, so next season, next year, so... September, October, November 2024, there are going to be three home teams in London. Mm-hmm. As we expected, the Jacksonville Jaguars... Jacksonville Jaguars. ...will be playing at home at Wembley. Yeah. As the, the place it should be, yeah. yeah They're home, yeah. home away from home, yeah. where they are 2-0 and last season. Yeah. They're better at home in Wembley than they are at home in Jacksonville. <laughs> there you go. Fair enough, yeah. Um, should it be the London Jaguars? London Jaguars. I don't think Mackenzie would be very happy with I, that. Do you know what I the, what I like about it? And sorry to cut across you there. Is I just love the fact that we're in a situation now where we've well, well I am because obviously you've still got uh, I think you've ninety percent of the teams that are in the playoffs. Sorry, are in the old um, <laughs> playoffs. You support anyway. Whereas I'm a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, and so the season's pretty much over for um, for me. And I've all already already. Got something to look forward to, and I knew I had something to look forward to anyway, but now I know, because it's been released. As a retort, fella, can I just remind you, you've got a 49ers shirt and a Raven shirt, the number one seeds in the playoffs. (laughs) 
in the what? The playoffs. <laughs> right, okay. No, I, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, but, but I'm Jags. I'm Jags all the are. way through, so there you go. Well, I'm Raiders and 49ers all the way. And <laughs> <laughs> So, anyway, we've got Jags at Wembley. We've also got the Chicago Bears... Tracy, well, one of our listeners, Tracy picked that team under the. We know when you do the, you put in your yeah, lifestyle yeah. and everything. So Tracy was a Bears fan. So hang on a second. Let me just. I'm sorry to say this, and and I don't want to pick on Tracy. Okay, so the she's put in her lifestyle. Yeah, and um, so basically she she's put in a lifestyle, and they've got from that the team she should support. Yeah, she likes the cold. She's a bit windy. I was gonna. I was and he j- came out of Chicago. <laughs> I was just going to say, so she likes teddy bears and she's uh, partial to it. Uh, so, yeah, okay, fair enough. Fair and, that's she right. like, and she likes to go on the lake because there's a big lake there. The, okay. <laughs> so, oh, yes, well, there you go. so, Chicago Pairs are going to play at Spurs. Yeah. And also the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Skull. <laughs> Yeah. are going to play at Tottenham as well. Now, there's an interesting thing there, and I mentioned to it when I when I came round, is that uh, whether it'll follow what happened last year, mm-hmm. the Chicago Bears do have a scheduled home game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars. Will they give Jacksonville a, 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 a home and away game back-to-back and save bringing another team over? You know, instead of bringing six teams mm. over, they'll yeah. only have to bring five because yeah. Jacksonville will already be there. Oh, I've got to. Got listen. I want to. I want to watch. I want to watch the Jags um, more than once in the flesh next season. Yes, and that would be a good one. And for me, the Vikings play, and one of their home schedule games is against the Forty ers Oh, I would like that. Good grief. That's well. Yeah, I mean, so we look for. I'm really looking for. When will we find out that? By the way, um, usually the actual schedule. They, they now release the London games as part of the main schedule, or maybe the day before. Mm. It's going to be very late in April or early May. So that's about as okay. good as you're going to get. You got a long wait, mate. How many sleeps? Probably Two, a few yeah, hundred. Yeah. <laughs> and, and what other um, venues are there uh, as well? Because there's Germany again, isn't there? Yeah, I think. Um, I think it's back at Berlin this year, and then there's going to be a Brazil game. So they announced yeah. the Carolina Panthers are going to Germany, yeah. and they haven't announced the Brazil game. I think they'll probably want to have a special a special launch for that right, one. Okay, okay. So uh, just on the subject of the Jacksonville Jaguars, um, we we will be having Mackenzie um, on again, who was uh, the UK operations manager of the Jacksonville Jaguars, and uh, you know he, he just said, yeah, I'd be delighted to come back on. Uh, and and if you can hear any kind of um, absurd absurd noises in the background, uh, the bald fella is munching on a croissant. There you go. That is how highbrow this has become. All right, he is munching on a very tasty croissant. I am paid for this podcast in croissants. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, well, do. well you've been overpaid because you've had two. <laughs> <laughs> well, I work a bit harder to get my second one, and then yeah. if I do even even better than that, I'll have a third one. Yeah, all right then. So come on, then let's talk about playoffs. <laughs> We're not playoffs yet. Oh, got, sorry, sorry. We've got a bit of feedback. We've got a bit of feedback. Feedback, so, okay. Um, uh, one of our listeners, Mark, over in Oldham, who um, yeah. He, he emailed me. He said he was two episodes behind, so I don't know what was going on there. I don't so know are we, funny enough? <laughs> <laughs> so he said, I asked him what his team was, because I didn't know who his team was, um, Other certainly in NFL. And what he said to me, he said he got into the NFL early in the millennium, so around about, you know, around about, what, year 2000 or something around there. Mm. Um, at the time, he decided he quite liked the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't know why, because the Jags weren't coming here then. <laughs> and he also liked the Cleveland Browns, so he picked the Browns. Yeah. Then he decided he really likes that comedy show called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't know if oh, you've watched that could before. Be another you, you. He's changing his... Th- well, he's called Mark. Oh, OK. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then he start, started liking the Eagles, but he said, as of now, he's gone full circle because he's really enjoyed watching Joe Flacco getting off the couch and um, putting in some shifts to the Browns. So now his, he is a Cleveland Browns. He said, if ever he gets the chance to go to America and spend any time there, he will probably, like like me pick, and you, pick the first team he sees live probably. good work good work we don't want you we don't want you going to the local zoo or SeaWorld and watching the dolphins because you'll change your name again or if you've got to go out in the garden and get rid of some uh, bumpy ground and you want to tamper it down you'll change the buccaneers so come on <laughs> sort yourself out mark come on but there you go at least we know mark supporter we always like to know our listeners we do, we still do, yeah, waiting yeah, on yeah, steve we, we don't know what steve's good sport he hasn't i wonder if he's got his mystery shirt yet it's gonna be <laughs> cleveland browns isn't it <laughs> 
Because they won't be selling any of them shirts. I mean, absolutely blinking. No, that's what they'll be doing. Uh, yeah, you, you, you like the winter, the wintry sun. Uh, right, okay, yeah, Cleveland Browns. There. You go. Oh, you like the sunshine, do you? Oh, the nice and hot. Yeah, the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> if you've ever been to Cleveland at this time of year, I think it's going to be a bit like what we're going to talk about with Kansas City. Yeah. Anyway, a little bit more feedback from Anne in California. Um, Apparently, it's a bit it's a bit cold there. It's about uh, seventy degrees Fahrenheit, which I think is about eighteen degrees centigrade. Oh, Anne, how are you coping? How are you coping? All right. For these Californians, apparently, that's on the chilly side. Is it really? Apparently, good grief! We'll be getting the sun cream out over here if it was that. We won't get seventy until May or June. Well, for. for <laughs> For me, about twenty-five years. So, right, uh, yeah, a bit of feedback from from Anne. This Anne's, if you remember, Anne's the one who said she goes on a forty-minute walk, and, we're, and our podcast was starting oh, to take a bit longer. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know what she was in. like last week. He rattles six, on, you know. He rattles on. <laughs> Sixty-eight minutes last week, so poor old Anne. I mean, she must have had done, done two laps. Get your steps in. She said, "Keep forgetting to tell you, I actually laughed out loud on my walk the other day while hearing you talk about spending time looking up players' names." <laughs> I have to say that's pretty sad. It's very sad. I think sad. she's on your side, yeah, fella. Absolutely. Um, but she said she's actually now she gets she gets news feeds through, and normally she would delete NFL news feeds. But she started reading NFL news feeds to make sure we're on top of it when we come oh, on the podcast. Oh, you can't fault. Brilliant. Well done. Listen, and you. This is what you've got to do. This is what you've got to do, right? You've got to go and tell everybody you know about Baldy and the big fella. All right. That's what you. That is what you. That's your homework for next week. All right. Make sure it happens, won't you? So yeah, well done, and thank you for uh, thanks thanks to everybody as well for uh, for joining us on this journey into the NFL. So um, after the podcast again, they didn't wait for us last week. Mm. Bill Belichick did announce that he's now moving on. Um, yeah, is he retiring then, or is he just um, going to move to another club? Is he just think you know what I've had enough? He said he isn't done yet. Right, so okay. he wants to, I think he wants to get the record for the most wins by a coach. He, he got three hundred this season, and the most wins is something like three hundred eight, three hundred nine, or something. So he actually interviewed with the Atlanta Falcons. Right. So now Atlanta haven't got a bad team. They they only missed the playoffs by one win. Yeah. That could have been the win against Jacksonville at Wembley. Yeah, thanks, Robert. Uh, yeah. Um, and he's probably going to interview further. I mean, you know, we'll come on to Dallas in a minute. Uh, Dallas, I'm sure Dallas would snap him up. But um, he's going to stick around anyway. How old is he? 72. So is he, is he literally going to be uh, like... Uh, Sorry for all uh, you non-soccer fans. Is he going to be like the the, the Neil Warnock, the that kind of manager, where he's, he's going in there just to do a job to get his numbers up, or because he still enjoys it, or has he actually got something else to give? Because you you're a big believer that he only was successful because of Tom Brady. I kind of said that, but I kind of also I think I think each of them needed each other. Right, Brady okay. is the greatest quarterback of all time. Belichick is the greatest beep, coach of all time. Beep. It's like you backtracking. Beep. <laughs> Yeah, he's beep, 71, beep. by the way, as well. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you know, Raiders don't have a coach at the moment. Would yeah. I have Bill Belichick? Mm, maybe. But I think we'll end up with Antonio Pierce, the guy who's been caretaken. Right, so, okay. Okay. Um, but it'd be interesting to see where he goes. So where are we now, anyway? What, it's five past? Uh, it's just coming to five past seven on Wednesday evening, and there's nothing been announced, has there? No. He's in, all I've said is he's interviewed with Atlanta, yeah. but he's got a few irons in the fire. Okay. Um, but what, have, what New England have done is they've immediately appointed a successor, and we thought, we talked about last week, we thought Mike Vrabel, who got sacked at Tennessee, who used to play for the New England Patriots, we thought he'd be the, the match to come in. Yeah. They've actually appointed another ex-player Jared Mayo who um, was a defensive I think he was a defensive back for the Patriots for a lot of years he was already in the Belichick structure yeah. and they've appointed him apparently he's really really good with the players and getting people Belichick's very old school yeah. it's very much about you need to understand the, the you need to understand the play if you don't get it right first time we'll do it again if you don't get it right second time we'll do it again so that's old school whereas Jared Mayo is about Come on, guys. How are yeah. we? We're, gonna, we're up for this. We are the Patriots, so it's very much around, you know, one, one's a, a player motivator and the other one is very much about get it right. I would um, never support a team who had a coach called Mayo. <laughs> or, or, or ketchup, for that yeah, matter. Yeah, you don't like those uh, sauces, do you? No, There's a lot of other food. sauces you don't like as well, I've seen you. Um, so the last, the last thing on this, probably, we're going to talk about the Kansas City game, but I sent you something about how cold it was for that game in Kansas City. So yeah. at the start of the game, it was minus 18 degrees Celsius. Yeah. I think it's something like four Fahrenheit or something for America's, Americans. And they showed some of the fans sat in the ground. Yeah. 
And some of them, were, you could tell, they were absolutely freezing. And others, they were being dead brave and they had the tops off, you know, with KC written on the bellies. So I want to say to you, I asked you at the time, I sent you a text, I said, one, could you sit there and watch a game? In, I mean, we've probably never experienced yeah, this. So think of the yeah. coldest you've ever experienced yeah, yeah. and then probably make it twice as worse or something. Could you watch a game? No, in no that? I couldn't. I, would, I wouldn't be able to. I've, I've, I've experienced what I think is uh, watching... Middlesbrough next to the riverside, which is before it had the corners in, where it was the the wind was coming through. I would I would think that that on a Tuesday evening in November is probably the coldest I've ever been. Uh, there's no way on earth I would be able to cope with the the temperatures at Kansas. Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got to say, as I've got older, I've really struggled with the cold. I mean, I'm struggling at the moment, and we're minus four Celsius yeah. out there. Um, I would struggle. But did you see the video um, where so somebody asked for a bottle of water from the concourse? And she took it out of the fridge. So it was in the fridge being chilled, would you believe? <laughs> right. <laughs> so she took it out, held it in her hand, and it immediately froze in her hand from the top all the way down the bottom. Wow, wow. So she put it back in the fridge to defrost well, it. Well, I mean, you couldn't Gee, drink it, could you? That is crazy, that is. And yeah, I did see that, and it was it wasn't a slow thing. It wasn't speeded up, was it? It was kind of it was moving at some knots. Ten seconds. Yeah, wow. I mean, that was absolutely amazing. So I mean people were drinking beer. what's the freezing point of beer? It obviously doesn't freeze at minus eighteen. <laughs> absolutely not. That's crazy. But, but I think the most important thing, fella, could you have gone to the toilet? <laughs> <laughs> I think I could have probably sat down and done it. Uh, mind you, it would have been like one of those, it would have just frozen, wouldn't it? Oh, I mean, I've never, again, I've never experienced, I've heard of mountaineers trying yeah. to go to the toilet on things like Everest yeah. and having problems with it. Well, having problems to start with, I'm yeah. not going to go into it, you know, family show. But also, as they go for a number one, it kind of can freeze before it hits the floor. <laughs> Fair enough. The other, the other thing. Listen, he's a plus for you. Can you imagine if you're taking the kids to it and they want an ice cream? You're never gonna have to lick the ice cream quick before it melts. Oh, well, if you've got kids, you know what I'm talking about. When your kids want ice creams and you're going, would you just, would you just lick it now? It's gonna drip everywhere. You won't have that over there, will you? You won't. And there's also somebody who I know will be listening to this podcast who I witnessed firsthand her getting. Um, she, we were in Disney yeah. and they got one of those. Well, got an ice cream out of one of those portable. Carts, yeah, and basically, as she opened it, all this like dry ice started coming out. So they're clearly keeping it as cold as they can. Yeah. And she took the packet off and went to lick it, and her tongue stuck, the tongue and her lip stuck to the ice cream. <laughs> so she's like, uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> what a look! But that, well, that would happen, wouldn't it? I mean, that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it shows what extreme cold can do. I mean, you've, you've seen people. I've, I've heard of people where they've touched metal mm. in the cold, and they've got the yeah. skin's been stuck to the metal. So. Yeah. It wouldn't have been a nice experience. No, it was nice. Not at all. It was. It will not come under. We'll come under the game later. But um, yeah, I don't think I'd have enjoyed it. And you, you saw in the crowd. I think a lot of people after about a quarter had gone down into the concourse to watch it down there. I don't know whether they were hit. The, there must the have been players, heat in the concourse. Even the players. I mean, the, the thing is, players playing the game. Yeah, would keep some sort of moderate heat going because they're running backwards and forwards. But the ones on the sideline. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had big jackets on, yeah. some of them had balaclavas, but some players had decided, I mean, Tyreek Hill from Miami came on and he decided he was going to go bare arms, he wasn't wearing gloves, Tua said he wasn't wearing gloves, um, so some of them were, you know, I mean, it must have been it must have been difficult to play, wow. let's say. Wow, um, okay. And one last thing before we go to our first break, um, you asked last week about balls, you know, I had, I had the ball shirt on last week, Yeah. and we were trying to work out whether you'd seen him play, well he... I had a little look afterwards. You know what I'm like. I have to know. Yeah, um, okay. So he didn't play in your first Jags game. Okay. So in your first Jags game, um, Blaine Gabbert was the quarterback. I don't oh, know yes, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so yeah, he ended up becoming a backup. He was a serial backup yeah. for the 49ers. I, I think he might even be a backup somewhere now. He might have been at yeah. the books or somewhere. You didn't see Maurice Jones-Drew play that day either because Maurice Jones-Drew was injured. Right. Um, and it was the back end of, of... So Jones played for the Jags from 2006 to 2013. Bortles played from 2014 to 2018, so they didn't come together. But in your second game at the, at the Jags, this was in 2015, when we saw the Tennessee Titans play the Jags in the Mustard Shirts. Yeah. He did play that game, and he had a touchdown and an interception, 242 yards passing, and the Jags won 19-13. to 13. So you've seen him win. Baldy and the big fella. 
Talking everything NFL. So it is uh, Baldy and the big fella. I am the big fella. Please do follow us, like us, share us. Uh, and it is Baldy and TBF, and that's across all your socials, whether it be uh, Twitter uh, or X as it is now, uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, we will get a website. Tick, we'll tick that box, and we'll also we these T-shirts. They will come. Honestly, uh, it's very hectic in in the wonderful world of of Baldy and the big fella at the moment. But we will do that. Uh, rest assured. Uh, and also, just to remind you that when the uh, the, the Super Bowl is, f- is finished, uh, we will be getting you to come on, the fans. And it would be great to hear from somebody from Kansas, actually. Not Dorothy, because she'll have that yappy little mutt with her. Um, but... <laughs> Although the Scarecrow, the Tin Man or whatever. Uh, but yeah, we'll certainly, we'd love somebody from Kansas to come on and talk to us about uh, that experience. In fact, if you've had, if you've, if you've watched in extreme cold temperatures, that'd be great. And come on and talk about your team. That'd be brilliant. Uh, so yeah, it is Baldy and the Big Fella. Sosa! Do you know next? what? The next time we speak to Jeff and Mary Kate, they were at that game in Baltimore where it was absolutely chucking it down. Right, okay. So then. That's that's definitely something we'll that talk, we, yeah, we, we, we need to definitely get. get yeah, we we'll definitely get them. And by the way, keep your eyes off my croissant. I know I've, I've still got half it <sighs> left. I keep seeing you looking at it. I and I think you. I'm gonna I'm gonna launch into this next game and I'm gonna turn around and it's gonna be gone in it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So what are we talking about? Well, we had six games at the weekend, and uh, any particular reason? Uh, well, it was the, basically there's 13 teams. Well, there's how many? There's 14 teams go in, so yeah. there's 13 games in all. Yeah. So the structure it so that the number one seeds get a bye. That leaves six each on each half, on each side of the draw. So there's three games in the AFC, three in the NFC. So it used to be only four games at Wildcard Weekend, but now it's called Super Wildcard Weekend because right, you get okay. six games. Okay, and then so they go forward into... Top six go through to play, and the, and San Francisco's already there from the NFC, and right. both, uh, Baltimore are already there from the AFC. Which is so technically called... Playoffs! The play- well, we're yeah. already in the playoffs, okay, yes. Yeah. All right, then. Fair <laughs> enough. Go on, go on. So, um, I'm going to cover the first... So Saturday night was... A little bit of a, I would call it a disappointment. So there was two, two, two big games. I was looking forward to both of them, and let's just say the games got away from the losing team. I think if you were a fan of the Houston Texans, or if you're a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs, and you weren't sat in the stadium freezing your backside off, I think you'd have been happy with the night. If you were a neutral wanting to see a really competitive game, I don't think we got that because you know the game got away from from the teams that lost. So first game was Cleveland at Houston. So we had we had the young and the old. So we had C.J. Stroud, rookie quarterback. He's really made a name for himself yeah. this year. Yeah. And we had Joe Flacco who came on. You know the old age, and he mm. didn't fall asleep at this one. Um, but he was he, he was the old Houston. It, it got away. It got away early, really. Houston were seven three up at the end of the first quarter. There was seventeen fourteen up, and at half time, Houston led twenty four fourteen. So it was still quite close. But then it then basically, I think Flacco, um, the quarterback for Cleveland, he really put his mark on the game in a negative way. Mm. So I said last week, he th- for me, he throws a few too many interceptions. Um, although he was doing a decent job for Cleveland. So Flacco was in, intercepted by Stephen Wilson of Houston, an 84-yard pick six. He went all the way up the other end of the field to score. Yeah. That was 31-14. Four plays later, Flacco intercepted by Christian Harris for another pick six all the way up the other end. So in the in the space of five plays, Houston went from 24-14 up to 38-14 up. Yeah. And and that was all she wrote, really. Um, Houston ended up getting another touchdown. It finished 45-14. Cleveland have got one of the best defences in the league. Mm. It didn't mm. travel. Um, and many people had said Cleveland, Cleveland defence is superb at home, terrible on the road. Yeah. It was terrible on the road. And a couple of weeks ago, these teams played in the in in the in the in the league uh, as as a normal you know normal scheduled league game. And Amari Cooper went for about 250 yards and two touchdowns but CJ Stroud didn't play on the other side for Houston well in this game Stroud had an absolute brilliant game yeah. um but Amari Cooper didn't look he looked injured actually um he just had four receptions for 59 yards so I, I did watch that game and I thought Stroud was brilliant he was absolutely he, brilliant and you, you if if you I know he's good and I know the raving about him um, but if you if if you kind of if you didn't know who he was, you certainly do know who he is now. Yeah, and you probably would have thought Stroud was the 
if you like, the very experienced quarterback and Flacco was perhaps the up-and-comer yeah, and it was yeah. the other way around. Stroud's going to be around for years to come. We'll, if we're doing this podcast in 10 years' time, fella, we'll still be talking CJ Stroud, I think. So that was the first game on Saturday night. The second game was the Miami Dolphins. So they, they lost to Buffalo the week before, which meant their, their reward was to go to Kansas City. So this is the cold game. Yeah. Um, I mean, there was, there was talk that were, they, were, they were looking for this game to get... Um, to get moved a couple of days down the line one of the games got moved we'll come on to that later 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 at the start of the game though it was we've, we've already mentioned it, it was minus four degrees fahrenheit which is minus 20 <coughs> centigrade it was the fourth coldest game in nfl history and the minus four fahrenheit felt like minus 27 fahrenheit so it had a wind chill factor wow. um and very very quickly the game got away from Miami again. So Miami used to that. They were playing in seventy-five degrees the week before, and that is just bonkers, isn't it? Yeah. And then suddenly the plane. You know, I mean, I suspect the players got off the plane and went, "Oh my god, what are we let ourselves in for?" <laughs> like when we've come home from a holiday, yeah. it's like what? Yeah. Mike McDaniel, our quirky coach, was all wrapped up, yeah. telling his players, "Come on, guys, you can do it." But I'll keep wrapped up and keep warm, you know. <laughs> so yeah, the game got out of hand. It, it was basically it was. Um, it was 16-7 at half-time to Kansas City. Kansas had kind of dominated without putting up lots of points. Mainly, they were getting down towards the Miami end zone, but they were kicking field goals. Yeah. And, and that's often the case in, in, in cold-weather games. It's very, very hard sometimes to score yeah. lots of points. Now, that we'll prove that wrong in a minute when we talk about Buffalo. But generally, it usually keeps the score down. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, did you see Patrick Mahomes' helmet? So someone someone cracked into the side of him and the whole of his helmet... It's a family show. The whole of his helmet that he was wearing was <laughs> cracked. So in the cold, in the cold weather, yeah. his helmet had a big, massive cracked hole in it. Good grief. So they had to change his helmet over. They had a man out with his screwdriver pulling out his face guard off and putting on a new one, yeah. making sure the um, the coach's voice was coming through on the on the radio in the helmet. Um, but Mahomes played all right. Um Towards the end of the game, fourth quarter, they kind of really wrapped it up. On a first and goal after a, a 75-yard drive, they were on they were on third down. There was a rough in the passer call by um, by the Dolphins on Miami, which kept the drive alive. And then Isaiah Pacheco, another he's a rookie, a rookie running back. He went in for a run. Kansas City won 26-7. For me, the Miami had the wrong tactics, so. We'll, we'll, I'll, I'll tell you really roughly why, why that was the case. So we finished Kansas City 26, Miami 7. So Miami used something called cover zero on 18 of the pass players. And what cover zero is, is because Miami had lost a lot of their pass rushers injured over the season, over the season, that they, probably their top three pass rushers were out injured. They had to put some pressure on Mahomes to stop him just picking them off every, you know, yeah, if yeah, he's, yeah. you give Mahomes time, he just, he finds Kelsey, he finds all of his other wide receivers. So what they did is they went cover zero, and what that means is they're one-on-one -on, -one on all of the receivers that were out there. There's no backup safeties. Everyone else is going for the quarterback. So if you come out with three wide receivers, you're going to have a defensive back on, on each one of them, yeah. and then you're going to have eight players who are going to rush for Mahomes. So there's no wow. backups. So is that is that is that a that must be a regular bit of play? It's, it, it's it's tactic. It's a tactic where you want to put pressure on the quarterback. It's a, it's a super blitz basically. Yeah. Uh, if there's only three wide receivers out, that's eight running. If there's four wide receivers out, there's seven running. Sometimes he might pick up the tight end because he can block and then go down the field and catch. But on those eighteen dropbacks. Um, Mahomes went seven for eighteen for seventy four yards. So, so he, he connected on almost half of his passes. Yeah. So they, they didn't sack him. So they didn't actually achieve their their aim, which was to sack sack Mahomes on those. Yeah. Um, so really, what they were hoping for. So the defensive backs they have Jalen Ramsey used to play for um, for Jacksonville, and if they had the other big cornerback Xavier Howard who was injured. I could understand that tactic because you'd have two of the best cornerbacks in the league. Unfortunately, they had Eli Apple, who isn't as good. I've followed his career because I saw his very, very first game in 2016 when he was playing for the Giants. Um, he's generally he's a, a substandard cornerback. And I think what was going on is that Mahomes was able to find some of his players on that yeah. blitz. You, he basically would have had about two and a half seconds to be able to get the ball away, maybe less than that. Yeah. But Mahomes was ready for it and he, and he was getting away. And mainly what he wasn't doing, though, he wasn't throwing interceptions on the back of it. So although he only connected on seven of his 18 passes, the other 11 dropped incomplete. So he got the ball back to go on the next down, you know. Yeah. So the tactic didn't play off. I, I can understand Mike McDaniel having that tactic. 
but he just I don't think he had the personnel for it to work. He didn't have the rushes and he didn't have the cornerbacks to to do it. But what else could he do? The other the other option was not to play regular normals defense. And if in my opinion, probably the Chiefs would have scored more points. Right. So okay. so yeah, that's the um, that's the Saturday night. So um, well, that's probably really the end of our so segment. That, so that was the Saturday night playoffs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And the big fella talking everything NFL. So it is uh, Baldy and the big fella, and I uh, just uh, want to say that uh, again. If you do want to follow us, like, share. Uh, I, I know I still go on about it, but you know it is very important because it means that uh, we can get in touch with more people. We can get more people on the podcast, uh, and you know it just kind of raises the profile. So any help, uh, maybe it's somebody you know that doesn't listen to uh, to to the podcast, then let them know. You know what? They don't, they don't even like like they don't really need to like NFL either. It's just two mates uh, chatting, and hopefully we can put a smile on your face as well uh, it is Baldy and the big fella Baldy and TBF across all the socials and that is X uh, Facebook and Instagram and of course you can email as well if you want uh, it is Baldy and TBF at Outlook.com next sir. so Sunday night yes so there was meant to be three games Sunday night yeah but the Buffalo game I don't know whether you saw it there was two foot of snow yeah, came did, down yeah. Yeah. so they asked everyone to come along all the fans to come along obviously they're not going to pay for anyone Yeah, <laughs> the fans could come along and get a free shovel if they helped <laughs> shovel the snow off the yeah. field yeah. well by all accounts there was more snow coming down so they ended up moving that Sunday night game which was the 6 o'clock early game Sunday 6 o'clock UK 1 o'clock America they ended up moving that to the Monday night so they had right. to give themselves another 24 hours so we only had two games on uh, Sunday night and um, so I was a bit behind on this game and I had to turn my phone off <laughs> because well I, unfortunately I didn't tell everybody I'm, I'm behind you know sometimes oh, I text yeah, you and say yeah, I'm yeah, not okay, watching yeah, live yeah, I'm a bit behind yeah. well in the, <clears throat> within the first hour I got I got the big fella telling me about some fella who was it was hard to catch, shall I say? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I won't yeah. say the words you use because they're probably not for a family <laughs> podcast. <laughs> and they also got um, somebody else saying, "What the hell's going on with the cowboys?" I thought, "Oh, what is going on with the cowboys? Oh, they haven't started yet." No, yeah. And then something else along the same line. So in the end, I just shut my phone off because I was about an hour and a half behind. Yeah. And But by the time I started, it didn't spoil it. By the way, anyone who texted me, including you, fella, um, it didn't spoil it. But I was expecting the Cowboys. So the Cowboys were unbeaten at home in yeah. all games for the last two years, near enough. So the last time they got beat was September 2022. Tom Brady was playing for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So that's how long they've been been good at home. Yeah. yeah? yeah. Green Bay have come good, come good towards the end of the season. Um, so although they were coming in on the road to Dallas... Everyone thought Dallas would win. I thought Dallas would win. I picked him in our little picks competition. Yeah, yeah. Um, Dallas were seven and zero at home this season. Oh, they were eight and zero at home this season. Anyway, we, so we start off. Jordan Love. He's another one of the new young yeah. quarterbacks. So he's been sat as backup for three years behind Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers has now moved on to the New York Jets. It's Jordan Love time. Is he good enough? That's what all. That's what they've all been saying at the beginning of the season. Earlier on the season, Love didn't look very good. He played against my Raiders. See, I had to get him in this week. There you go. Even though we're not in the playoffs um so jordan love has basically grown into his role as the season's gone on and if you watch him he really looks like aaron Rodgers now he does a lot of throws off his back foot he does a lot of un- what i would call um weird throws that are kind of where he he'll jump throw normally quarter they say to quarterbacks don't leave your feet when you're throwing he does and he seems to do it really really well he came out and he was absolutely firing bullets fella he was just pinging him in um, he was finding all the open receivers. So anyway, the Green Bay go up 7-0 on the first drive. They won the toss, and instead of deferring to get the ball in the second half, yeah. I think they decided we're going to come out and we're going to take the lead and we're going to let Dallas chase us. And what a what a good tactic. So they come out, 7-0 up very, very early on. Dak Prescott comes out. I, I've always said I, I feel Prescott's overrated. They were talking about Prescott for MVP three weeks ago. He comes out. He gets intercepted by Jair Alexander inside the Dallas 20. Green Bay goes straight in with an Aaron Jones, that fellow you were talking about, who was very, very slippery. Um, He goes in for a touchdown. It was 14-0. Green Bay were dominating Dallas. Early in the the, the second quarter, there's another touchdown for Green Bay. They miss the extra point. It's 20-0. Prescott is then picked off by Darnell Savage. There's a good name for you, fella. Darnell Savage. What what would you say to that? Love he that sounds name. he sounds like he's got some aggression. So he picks he picks off Prescott. It's 27-0, and it, and it's it's halfway through the second quarter. <laughs> Basically, what's happened is 
Mika Parsons, who's one of the top um, defensive ends, so like a, like a Max Crosby, yeah. he is ineffective, even though he's one of the best sackers in the in the league this year. Darian Bland, who is the cornerback, he's meant to be intercepting. Yeah. He's getting beat here, there, and everywhere. Um, C.D. Lamb, who's Dallas's best wide receiver, he looked like he couldn't be bothered, and I don't know what's wrong with him, but. He, a couple of weeks ago, he was he was getting 200 yards receiving. He was all over the place. And then Dak was just inaccurate. Um, Green Bay were pre- predominantly playing a zone defence, and we'll come into that on one podcast. I'll talk to you all about that. But they were playing a zone defence and under, undercutting routes and picking them off. Dak Prescott was inaccurate and reckless, and he was thrown into tight coverage. Um, he did pull it back towards the end of the second half. Dallas got a touchdown um, just before the end of the quarter, and, it, and they went in Green Bay 27, Dallas 7 at half time. Now, bear in mind, that's almost the same um, score. It might actually be the same score that Jags were behind last year in the playoffs against, against the LA Chargers, and they came back and won the second half. So it wasn't all over. Dallas come come out in the second half. They hit a field goal, twenty seven ten. But then Aaron Jones, your slippery fella, your running back, slippery ten yard run down there goes in thirty four ten to Green Bay. Um, anyway, I won't go into it all, but it basically Green Bay gets away from Dallas. Green Bay a forty eight sixteen up. We're going into the fourth quarter. Dallas score a couple of touchdowns, and it finishes Green Bay forty eight. Dallas 32. Can you imagine how bad Jerry Jones, the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, is going to feel with Mike McCarthy as coach, having been unbeaten at home for nearly two years yeah. to let in 48 points against oh, Green right, Bay? It's crazy, crazy. And who, who do you think made the difference for Green Bay? Every, so the offence was brilliant. Jordan Love was absolutely stellar. He looked better than CJ Stroud, who yeah. we've just been talking about. Yeah. The Green Bay defence was superb. I mean, they're going to play the football 49ers next week, and I'm worried about them. So, I mean, that yeah. shows how, how good Green Bay... Uh, Dak Prescott is going to get a lot of criticism. They did get 32 points, so it, it wasn't exactly a bad offensive day, but he threw two interceptions. Uh, he threw three touchdowns, two interceptions. He got sacked four times. But he threw it through for 403 yards. So you could argue that Prescott had a, an OK game and it's on the defence, but it's on Mike McCarthy, the head coach. And we're still waiting as we speak to see whether Jerry Jones sacks Mike McCarthy because that's another landing spot for Belichick to come into a well, team yeah. that's, that's playoff ready and, you know, ready ready to go next season. But Dallas, have, for the last three years, Dallas have been really good in the regular season and they've come up short in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. 49ers beat him a couple of years ago. I think Green Bay knocked him out last year. Um, and obviously, Green Bay have done them this year. There you go. And so then the other game on the night, this is the best game of the weekend. So the, this is the LA Rams playing on the road to the Detroit Lions. So the Detroit Lions have not won a playoff game since 1991. So that is 32 Long years ago. ago yeah. yeah. So even better though, fella, I remember the game they played when they won. <laughs> I can remember him winning a playoff game. I don't remember who it was against, but they won in the playoffs in the first round of the playoffs, and then they played the Washington Redskins, who then beat them, and the Redskins went on the Super Bowl. So who did you spot then? I was a Raiders fan. Oh, we okay. Well done to you for sticking. I with had him. already seen Bo Jackson <laughs> run his ninety-two yards for a <laughs> touchdown in the right, okay, the wrong enough. Jackson okay, fella. But we'll, Sorry, we'll, we'll give you it. We'll okay. give you it. So everyone was out. You remember? You remember? You know, as a Middlesbrough fan, you know our big nights when you know. Chubby Brown turns up, Bob Mortimer turns up, you know, all them sort of people. Well, they had their, their equivalent. They had Eminem in the building. All oh, right, OK. Yeah, right. <laughs> they had Barry Sanders, their great running back. They had Calvin Johnson, their great wide receiver, who you saw play for Detroit in your first game. Yes, I did. I remember. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> so it was a massive, massive night for them. Um, and the crowd were absolutely buzzing um, yeah. really really waiting for it yeah. and we'll come on a little later on to the fight song they play at the end of it which we, which we know we, we yeah. talked about earlier yeah. so it was a fantastic game it was a total shootout <clears> at the start <throat> Detroit drive down the field first play Montgomery with a one yard touchdown Detroit offensive line were moving the uh, Chargers uh, the Chargers the Rams offen- uh, defensive <laughs> line they were moving him around and creating huge holes for the running backs to run through Um Clearly, it was going to be an offensive night. Um, Rams score a field goal, 7-3. Detroit immediately drive down the field again. Another 10-yard run straight up the middle. Massive hole, another touchdown, 14-3. Stafford, Matt... Oh, the other thing I meant to say, this is the battle of the two quarterbacks who got traded for each other. So Matt Stafford used to play for Detroit, and um, he he got traded to the LA Rams for Jared Goff who played for the Rams he got traded to Detroit with a couple of players as well so Stafford went on to win a Super Bowl for the Rams 
Goff has gone on to become a much better quarterback for the Detroit Lions. So it was a, there was a bit of a battle between those two. So it's 14-3. It's Stafford drives down the field and throws a beautiful 49-yard pass to Puka Nakua. <laughs> yeah. yeah, for a touchdown. Now, get this fella. So I heard that did, and I did thought... You, it, did you study that name? It sounds it? Hawaiian or it sounds Maori or Polynesian. So yeah. I thought, I wonder what Puka... Nakua means. And do you know what Puka Nakua means? Uh, uh, no, uh, I'll tell you what Puka uh, uh, means. Uh, jungle Book, isn't it? A jungle Book song. Puka means fat or chubby. <laughs> now, bear in mind, <laughs> he's six foot two and two hundred and five pounds, which is fifteen stone. And that's fat. Is it? Okay. Well, apparently he's, he's not chubby now. He's not the big fella. Um, is he? he is. He was a big baby. Another Max Crosby. So he's called what? Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua. And he's a rookie. And he's been a. He's been one of the top wide receivers this season. He's, been, he's come in from absolutely nowhere. Yeah. Brigham Young, I think he played for at university. He's come in and he's been. That's a, that's that's the Mormon university. And I know you like you like to watch shows about Mormons. Book of Mormon, is it? Yeah. <laughs> Look, you can't stop laughing just because I've said a Mormon. So anyway, it's 14-10 Detroit. Uh, Detroit go down the field, fourth and goal at the one, so they could kick a field goal for yeah. a 17-10 lead. They go for it, fourth and goal at the one. I think the, the head coach, he clearly knew they needed points this night. So Jared Goff to the tight end, Laporta, who was injured before this week, he came in, get the touchdown. So it's 21-10 to Detroit. Stafford, he was having problems, so he, he looked like he'd uh, he hit his finger on somebody's helmet when he was throwing, and I think he'd he'd had a he'd had a sore finger. But anyway, it doesn't it didn't bother him. He goes down the field, pass to Atwell, twenty one seventeen, and that's half time. So it's Detroit twenty one, Rams seventeen. Something happened in the second half. The Rams <clears> tightened up the defense. They seemed to figure out what Detroit were doing. Yeah, and so the second half, there's much there's more field goals. Detroit get a field goal goal 24-17. Stafford is throwing no-look passes. So he's basically, he's looking there and he's throwing over there. Um, he's throwing sidearm passes, a bit like a baseball pitcher, by throwing them underneath. He's really pulling out the full repertoire of the passes. Um, Detroit, um, Rams get back to 24-20. Um, Stafford throws another beautiful ball down to Nakua, Puka Nakua, in tight coverage. They're not so little fella. Um LA get a field goal, so it's 24-23. And basically, LA look as though they're going to go on top and they're going to win it. And um, so it comes down to the, the four minutes left in the game. LA decide to punt to Detroit. Instead of going for it on fourth down, they think we'll, we'll play up your end. They've got all three timeouts left. Um, not sorry, they've only got one timeout left. So Detroit get it on the 17-yard line, and basically what they want to do is run the clock out, use up the timeout, and if they can get a couple of first downs, they're going to win the game. Well, they won the game. They ran it out. They 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 they, they got a few beautiful uh, beautiful runs. There was a beautiful pass from Goff to Amar St. Brown, who we talked about the other week, about having a, a, a quite an interesting name. It was game over. Detroit 24 the Rams 23. The fans, they were crying their eyes out. I mean, they haven't had a winner for 32 years. They've turned up for their biggest night. For, for some of these people have never seen Detroit win a playoff game. Crying their eyes out. And the last thing I heard was they played this fight song background. So, you know, we talked about fight songs the other way. So there was this Detroit fan. I've never heard it before in my mm, life. Right. So I, I Googled it and I think we've got it queued up. We and have. this is what they played. Here we go. Down the field, a charging team that will not yield and win the blue and silver wave. Stand and cheer the brave, rah, rah, rah. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain Alliance victory. Alliance Go. victory, Alliance. Done to them in the playoffs. So, what do you think of that song? Oh, I like that. Do you? Oh, I, I no, think I like it. it. I like it. I like it. I like it, and I like it. And I, I'm, I'm still trying to decide whether it's. Um, it sounds like someone from a Muppet show or Sesame Street or something like that. Yeah, like a comic, like with a bit of comic yeah. value going yeah, on. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. I don't know whether that was the version that was playing, but the whole crowd was singing those. You know. 
all, all the words to it. And uh, I heard it and I thought, that must be the fight song. So I was like Googling quickly trying to find it, you know. It's, I tried to shoot Zamid, but it didn't work. It's of, funny because they're not like fight songs. It's not like a fight song. It's all, you know. I know, it's, I know. It's, yeah, no, it's good. I like that. I like there that. are there's some good ones. We were going to do a special episode yeah, about we, this in the, in the off season yeah. when we're going to talk about some of the other fight songs because there's some good ones. Miami Dolphins have got a good one. Yeah. Um, but so there you go. Know, that, that was basically um, Saturday night. So there you are. Saturday night at the uh, NFL. Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. So here we are. It is um, Baldy. <laughs> <laughs> He's just been given another blooming croissant. Gee whiz, what's going on here? He's not worked that hard. Um, we know who your son's favourite is. <laughs> Absolutely. Look at that. He's brought it. Uh, and just just so you know that next week, uh, we're on our travels, aren't we? We're at different parts of the country, so it's going to be a Zoom one next week. We're doing it's, a Zoom. We're doing a Zoom next week. Second so. time ever. Yeah, that's both of us. So, um, yeah, so I'm, I, I, where are you? I'm in no, the no, north. I'm, I'm not on my travels next I'm week. On, yes, you are. I'm, yeah. I'm over in the northwest of the United Kingdom. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be doing... Uh, um, uh, Baldy and the big fella and I suppose I'm on the road technically aren't I? I suppose yeah. I'm the away team this uh, next week yeah I did offer to come over and join you in your hotel room again yeah. but uh, you know it's too much fun there isn't it don't to be doing that and I'll, I'll be just uh, I'll, afterwards I'll be saying that and that was a disgraceful performance <laughs> in my opinion <laughs> you've got all the bells and whistles I'm already I'm, I'm already I'm always ready with the old playoffs <laughs> so yeah uh, yes what are so, we doing now? So it's too much fun, this, isn't it, fella? It's, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's so, put something in that croissant. They have, absolutely. I don't know what, but there you go. Um, so last, so the Monday night, we then had two games because they'd moved yeah. the Pittsburgh, uh, they'd moved the Pittsburgh Buffalo. So this was another still a cold game. Apparently, everyone had shovelled in, and some people were told, "Keep shovelling until you find your seat." <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So there you go. The temperature was a bit warmer. So unlike. Unlike the uh, the game we had at Kansas City, it was 17 degrees Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. Feels like four degrees Fahrenheit with a 12 mile per hour wind. So that's just the croissant order coming through. <laughs> so that was minus eight degrees centigrade for us Europeans, uh, which feels like minus 16. So it's minus four outside now. Yeah. Imagine it's going to feel like minus 16 out there. That's again, it's still cold. Um, so again, normally. Points are low when the, when the, when the, when it's cold and windy. Yeah. Um, I would say not so much in this game, but it was a really really good game. So Josh Allen, I think that I think his his mantra, certainly his, his instructions at the beginning of the game was don't throw it away, Josh. Don't throw interceptions. Play it safe. You're a really good quarterback. What we need you to do is is connect with our team and not their team because he, yeah. he's one of these players who'll throw three three touchdowns and two interceptions mm-hmm. so couldn't afford to do that so he comes out Allen to knock his tight end for a touchdown 7-0 Buffalo um, Ru- Mason Rudolph came was the he's the backup quarterback for Pittsburgh because their normal quarterback Pickens has been injured for a couple of weeks um, he fumbled it early on in the game and gave the ball back to Buffalo Um Allen came out to Kincaid, his other tight end, yeah. for a 14-0 for a 29-yard reception. Um, so it, it wasn't looking great for um, for Pittsburgh. Later in the second quarter, um, Buffalo got third and eight on their own 48-yard line. They allow a run of 15. Um, it, what happens is Josh Allen runs with the ball. And this, this is a bit naughty, this fella. So Josh Allen as a quarterback, he runs with the ball for 15 yards through the through the line on a on a it, it was a it was a scripted run for him. Mm-hmm. And then he goes as if he's gonna go to slide. So he like stops and and kind of looks like he's gonna slide on the ground. So the defense stops and then he carries on running and goes in for a touchdown. Ooh. Now, quarterbacks are well protected and he knows that mm. and he knows the defence if they'd have like went and gone for him and he slid and hit him there would have been a 15 yard penalty mm-hmm. so he's used a rule that's there to benefit his health yeah. and he's gone in and scored a touchdown now not a lot was made of it I, I, it was only tonight I actually heard them talking on NFL about it at the time I thought there'd be absolutely uproar and I don't know where it got lost in all the other scores but uh, yeah it was a bit naughty so at this point Buffalo are 21 nil up um, then Buffalo had a 49-yard field goal just before the end of the half, which would have put them up 24-0. Well, he got blocked, 
and he got picked up by a Pittsburgh Steeler player. And what was, I mean, I shouldn't laugh at this, but uh, the punter, the, the field goal kicker, um, no, well, sorry, he wasn't. It was the punter who was holding the ball for the yeah. field goal kicker. Yeah. He chased the guy down the field, and just as he was going to caught him, he pulled his hamstring. So he's oh. like, he's limping, <laughs> and he's hoping his other players to come over anyway. They tackled the Pittsburgh guy, but that was enough to turn it around because then Pittsburgh, Rudolph passed almost straight away on a second and seven to Deontay Johnson for a 10-yard touchdown. So it could have been 24-0 Buffalo, but it went in 21-7, so they'd scored. So what a ma- that's a 10-point turnaround there, really, on that yeah. on that block, block field goal. So come yeah. out for the second half, it's got colder. It's now feels like minus 17 degrees centigrade and or three degrees Fahrenheit. Um, Rudolph comes out, the, the Pittsburgh quarterback comes out so much better in the second half. He's starting to fire the ball around and, and, it, and, it, and, it, and it pays off. So it's 21-7 at halftime. Um, Buffalo get a field goal, 21-10. Buffalo get a field goal. Uh, sorry. Pittsburgh get the first field goal. Buffalo get the second. Right, so it goes okay. from 17. It goes to 24-10. Um, goes into fourth quarter. Pittsburgh have, have won four games this season trailing in, this, in the fourth quarter. So everyone was saying, this could be it. They're coming back. Yeah. Um, Rudolph fires a beautiful pass to Austin, seven-yard pass for 24-17. So at this point, there's only seven in it, and it feels like it's going to be like a bit like the Rams-Detroit game, and they're going to, uh, Rams, uh, like the Rams came back in it, um, Pittsburgh had come back in it. So anyway, Buffalo driving down the field, and on fourth down, and the next third down, Miles Jack, ex-Jaguar player, he commits two massive penalties, which probably cost Pittsburgh the chance to get back in the game. He commits a, um, a pass interference uh, penalty, and then he, he 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 actually gets caught for roughing Josh Allen. So earlier on in the game, Josh Allen had took advantage of that. This time, he went to slide, and basically Miles Jack thought, "I'm gonna, oh, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have you." Well, he got a, he got done for 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 um, roughing the passer. So Buffalo got the ball, carried on going. Eventually, goes down for a touchdown. Um, so it becomes thirty-one seventeen. And basically, that's all she wrote. It finishes 31-17. So, so Buffalo win by two touchdowns against Pittsburgh. Probably the right team won. The best team won, I'd say, on that night. What I would say, though, is Pittsburgh really had the chance to come back in that game and their defence, particularly Miles Jack, cost them it, really. So, um, so next, next week, Buffalo are going... Uh, I've got a home game, um, so it's another cold one. And they're going to play against Kansas City, which I think is the game of the week, Buffalo v Kansas City. Patrick Mahomes coming to play Josh Allen. These teams met in Kansas City earlier on in the season and, bu- and Buffalo won as well. 24-17 so, that game. <laughs> probably. <laughs> <laughs> so the last game was, was the most disappointing game of the week and probably the worst game. Philadelphia Eagles, who've lost their five out of their last six, were going to Tampa to play Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So it was a bit warmer there. It was yeah. you know, in the 70s, I think. Um they played earlier on in the season. So in week three, when the Eagles were good, the Eagles won 25-11, but had lost five of the last six. I'm not even going to go into the whole game. Basically, um, Baker Mayfield, who was um, Cleveland's quarterback, he got cut by Cleveland a couple of years ago. He played a little bit at the Rams last year um, as backup. Well, as an injury backup, he, was like, he played for him. He then signed a one-year deal with the Buccaneers, a low amount. I think it's only like seven million. So it's he's he's, he's on the poverty Jeez, line. <laughs> how's he coping with that? Should we have a whip round? Should we have a whip yeah. round in the office? But it's full of incentives. So if he gets him into the playoffs, if he scores so many touchdowns, well, Mayfield's had his best season of his career, um, and he absolutely dices up the whole the whole game is dicing up the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, basically, the Eagles were playing what as a zone defense, which again we'll come on to. But usually with a zone defense, if you know what you're doing at quarterback, there's weaknesses within the zone where play, if your player runs to, he's going to be exactly between two defenders, and he can just throw the ball, and it looks like you're wide open. Anyway, Mayfield takes full advantage of that, and Tampa win easy. Tampa Bay basically beat Philadelphia Eagles 32-9, bearing in mind the same game they'd lost 25-11 earlier on in the season. So for me, it doesn't show how good Tampa have become. It shows how bad the Eagles have become basically overnight. Since since they lost to the 49ers earlier on the season, they've just basically gone flat. And uh, God help Nick Sirianni, because I think he could be a coach under fire over the next couple of weeks uh, if the right coach becomes available. Baldy and the big fella talking everything NFL. So it is Baldy and the big fella, and it is time for 
the uh, the predictions. Da, da, da. What are we watching? <laughs> well, we've got to go. We've got to do last week's first. So we've just done Tampa oh, Bay yeah. versus Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. And I think we were looking for a game to pick, and I yeah. went, "Oh, I quite fancy Philadelphia." And you were like, "Oh, I'm having Tampa Bay." Yeah. So you predicted Tampa Bay twenty-seven. Philadelphia. You originally said seventeen, yeah, then you changed, changed it to nineteen, 19 yeah. and then you did you go back to seventeen? I, I think, think you so. Did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So you predicted Tampa Bay would win, and they did. Yeah. I predicted Philadelphia twenty-one, Tampa Bay thirteen. So it finished Tampa Bay thirty-two. Philadelphia 9 so I mean you've got the right team winning fella but you were a bit out you were a bit yeah. out well they got a we're 9 you it. we're giving you it they've got a 9 they've got a 19 there I've been go. getting barracked by one of our listeners <coughs> Martin who's yeah. a Jags fan he's mm. copied Jackson off the big fella you can, you can see his allegiances he's basically saying how come the big fella's beating you at picks how are you picking? Now? Have you got somebody on your hotline? Have you got? Have you got? Have you got the commission on your on your hotline? Well, Bill the Bell, <laughs> <laughs> who said he was leaving, uh, and exactly where he's going, he said, "I'm going to." Hey, Bill the Bell, rang us up and said, "I fancy uh, the books." Right. Well, you got the right one anyway. Yeah. So we need to predict a game for this week's game. So I'll go. I'll run through what we've got because I, I don't okay. know whether there's a game, an easy game where me and you are going to disagree. But okay. we'll see. Okay. So. This week's games in the playoffs. Okay. Oh, 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 oh yeah. you, you can't just you can't just do that. Say that again. This week's game in the playoffs. Playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> Still <laughs> makes me laugh. <laughs> so we've got um, the Houston Texans who had a yeah. beautiful win last yes. week with, JD, with with Stroud, yeah. Jesse Stroud, um, JD Stroud, yeah. and they're playing on the road to the Baltimore Ravens. <sighs> So yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. first game on Saturday night. Yeah. 9:30 our time. Yeah. Um 4:30 in the in the states. Later that night we have at one fifteen our time the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. So they've had a good game with yeah. Jordan Love. Yeah. Is playing against the San Francisco 49ers. Oh. I don't need to tell you who I'm picking. Good. Let's just see if there's another one but we'll we'll, we'll hold that one. Then we've got the Tampa, on Sunday, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who've just had a really yeah. good win, yeah. going into Detroit to see yeah. to play against the Detroit Lions, see yeah. if they get, get their second win in 32 years yeah. in the playoffs. Yeah. And then we've got the, Kansas, the best game of the week, Kansas City Chiefs going in to play the Buffalo Bills. <sighs> now, I... Don't, oh. I think they'll agree. So I, I'll, tell, I'll tell you what, I think they'll win all four games straight up, right? And Go tell on. me if there's a. So I think the Ravens will beat the Texans. Yeah. I think the 49ers are going to beat the Packers. Although yeah. I'm really worried about it because I actually think the Packers looked so much better yeah. than I expected. Yeah. Yeah. Then I think the Lions are going to beat the Buccaneers. Yeah. And I think the Bills are going to beat the Chiefs. All four I agree. teams are going to win. I agree. So this is what I'm going to I'm, 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 I'm going to help you out here. You're going to mix it up. Oh, yeah. Don't, no. don't take a team you don't want no. just for me. Okay. Okay, <laughs> this is where it gets really difficult for me. Really, really difficult. Okay, because <clears throat> I have got <laughs> you're going to absolutely hate me for this, but I am getting I am getting a soft spot for the Packers. Oh, well, you almost bought you. Almost I did, bought and a this shirt. is right. So this this is listen, listen out there in podcast land. Right when we were at um, the game in last London, year, in, yeah, it was Packers last year. game, yeah, and they got it, beat by the Giants. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Right, smart ass. It wasn't. A, it was nothing to do. Um, it was nothing to do with uh, Buck Rogers. All right. It was nothing to do with um, with Aaron Rodgers at all. Um, I just what I liked. I just liked uh, the green of the shirt. I, I actually green quite. Uh, yeah, the green and the yellow. Yeah. Um, I also I, I quite like the story of it being fan owned. Yeah. I just, do you know what? I think if I was, and, and, and I might be upsetting some people here, but I like the Jags because it was my first game and they've, they've been an underdog for such a long, long time. And I always, I always back the underdog. And I just like, I like the Packers. And I like the, the, the cheese in the head. I love quirkiness. That is me. I'm a bit odd myself, I suppose, in some respects. But I, I'm going to make it easy for you because I'm going to go for the Packers. Okay, then. Well, let's. What, what, what's your score? Surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> I know you already know about three scores I in would, NFL. I, I, would go, I would go the Packers. I think the Packers are going to get 20. Uh, I'd say 27. <laughs> right. That's the laughing for you. <laughs> 17 by any chance for the 49ers? No, I'm gonna no, I don't think they're that poor. I think they're gonna get 24. Right. All I'm saying is, how dare you ever wear your Debo shirt again if I this know, gets overturned? I know. I know. And this is what 
Do you know what the you you know what the next shirt's going to be? It is an NFC team, so you are allowed to have an yeah. NFC team because you haven't really yeah. got one. No. I know you said 49ers. I've told you off about the Ravens because they're in the wrong division, yeah. wrong, the wrong yeah. conference. Yeah. So just so you know, in um, Sports Direct, they have thirty-five pound Aaron Rodgers shirts for thirty for thirty-five quid, and they've got your size, medium. Yes, uh, <laughs> medium triple X large. <laughs> so I, I feel as though, listen the one thing the one thing I don't want people to start calling me is baldy, right? <laughs> but I feel as though I could have another favourite team here, um, and yeah, I, I, I really am liking the Jags and uh, the the Packers. Last thing on Green Bay, you do realise they are very close to the Canadian border, and it will be just as cold in Green Bay as it was in Buffalo and Kansas City. That's quite good actually, because I want to go to Canada because I want to take in some uh, uh, NHL. Ice hockey, right? Okay, I don't think you, but your hockey team's a little bit, uh, I know, I know, you know, further know. south in the know. in the warm climate. Anyway, yeah. let's move on. We're not yeah. an NHL we're not, we're podcast. We're not talking about ice hockey, though. right? I'm going San Francisco thirty-one, yeah, Green Bay twenty-one. So, oh, yeah. yeah. But I've got to say, out of the four games, that's the one I'm most nervous yeah. about. Yeah, I just think Green Bay. So Green Bay, are a good running team, and the Forty ers run defense has been terrible this uh, certainly this second half of the season. Right. Okay. So I think. We've got the quiz to go. We have. So, um, do you want to go first? Come on, you go first. I'm always going. I'm asking first, first then, am I? Yeah, you ask. You, you ask first. All right. Yeah. What number do you want? Then, I'll go for um, number seven. I'm sure we've been as low as seven, uh, okay. and there's no I, questions. Right, well, okay, we'll go uh, twenty-one. Page twenty-one. Um, no, can you have page twenty-two? All about the quarterback. Go, yeah, go and the offensive line. Yeah, go on. I know, I know everything about this. Right. Um, right. Uh, you might not even mul- need multiple guests for this. I'm going to give you question three. Oof. When okay. the quarterback drops back with the ball, yeah, and his offensive line protects him, yeah, what is the area around the quarterback called? Oh. I'll give you the. I'll give you the multiple guess if you want. Yeah, I'm gonna need I think it. you'll know it. Yeah. All right. Is it? Is it the zone? Mm. Is it the play, or is it the pocket? Ooh, pocket. Correct. Yeah. The quarterback in the pocket. So they often say these days, a traditional quarterback is a quarterback who stays in the pocket, yeah. and he trusts his defenders to, to to basically protect him, right? And he'll throw from within the pocket. Right. So Jordan, Jordan Love, I think I would say, is a bit like that. Old style. Um, Brady was a most notoriously pocket quarterback. Yeah. The quarterbacks who are not pocket quarterbacks, Josh Allen, who runs with the ball a bit. Yeah. Um, you know, that sort of thing. But okay. yeah, you're right. Anyway, so I'll I'll oh, go next. Okay then. So you can pick a number between um whatever and whatever. Um I'll page thirty-five. Page thirty-five. He's gone for page thirty-five, ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen, he's gone for page thirty-five. Uh right. So this is about knickers or kickers and punters. <laughs> So what, what? Between one and twenty. Um, well, I've got my shirt is seventeen. You haven't asked about that. Yet, All right then. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> nice shirt that. What is it? Look. Yeah. Well, I don't. Funny you should ask for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is my one. Of, so you know, you know, you tell me off for having too many teams. Yeah. So you know, my college team is. Um, you um, haven't been listening. No, I do know. I do know. It's not Duke's basketball. Yeah. Um... Uh, oh <laughs> no! Don't tell God. Oh, the fighting Irish. Eh? They're called the fighting Irish. What's the proper oh, name? Oh, what the blooming called? Everyone's listening, saying, "Come on, big fella, you oh. know this." He, he says it every single week. Come on, Notre Dame. So I like Notre Dame, but they the first college team I ever saw play live was UCLA. Yeah. And that's the University of California, yeah. Los Angeles. And he, obviously, given that my wife's got relatives over there, you can see why I've been to see him a couple of times. Uh, Maurice Jones-Drew played for them. Yep. And so when I went, UCLA were playing, and I loved the shirt. It's, and it's Adidas. You know I'm a big Adidas fan. Adidas. Uh, I've got number 17 on. I have no idea which players played number 17. It's got no name on the back. Yeah. But uh, I, it looks a bit like a Chargers shirt. And it I know does, you've got yeah, some, it does. You've, I know you've felt before that I've got a bit of a yeah. loyalty to Jeff's team, but I yep. haven't. Okay. What I can do is I can wear this and look like a Chargers fan, and I'm not a Chargers fan. There you go. Okay. Anyway. Right, question 17. Where are you going to get this? Where is the ball placed if it goes out of bounds? Where is the ball placed if it mm. goes out of bounds? It's placed at the line that the ball 
was taken to when it went out of bounds. So, you know, if it goes out of bounds at the forty-seven yard line, <clears throat> then it's All right, so I'll give you. So I'll give you the, the the multiple choice: A, their own forty-yard line; B, the fifty-yard line; and C, where the ball went out. Where the ball went out. They reckon, according to this book, it is A, their own forty-yard line. What, what? Which question is it? Where is the ball placed if it goes out of bounds? There. Oh, it's on a kickoff. Yeah, you have to say it. on a kickoff. Where is the ball placed oh. when it goes out of bounds? It has. It, where does it say there? Well, I know, but it is called. Well, well I said punters and knickers. I know, but it's on a. Well, right, I think okay. that's on a kickoff. All right, fair, all right, okay. We'll give him that then. We'll we'll give him that. Okay. We'll, we'll call we'll, that. We'll, well, well, I'm going to try and wangle my way out of what appeared to be the wrong answer. <laughs> but I think it's. We need a better book, fella. Oh, <laughs> yeah, one that you've got all the answers to. Uh, right. So yeah. So there you go. Then I think that's um, another one in the bag, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. Are you looking forward? Wait, what What are you watching this weekend? Uh, well, actually, I know you're a busy man, but are you going to um, watch one? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get in the the, the first Sunday game. The first Sunday game, the which Ravens, is going to be no, no, the Ravens and 49ers both play on the Saturday. The first Sunday game, so this is the eight o'clock this week, so it's yeah. a bit earlier. Is Tampa Bay at Detroit? So you might hear that fight song again. So, oh, there you go, um, oh, but yeah, okay. Tampa Bay at the Detroit. So Lions. I'll watch that. Yeah, because I'll be in a hotel on Sunday night. So I'll, I'll be watching. Um, I'll watch the NFL. I think. I'll come, I'll come round with my Brady shirt on, fella. And there's no point in asking you what game you'll be watching because you'll be watching all blinking. I will watch all four without <laughs> info. So uh, yes, I hope you've enjoyed uh, Sweet Sixteen this week. It was it was great, mate. I, I really enjoyed it. And uh, so yeah. Ne- yeah, next week, don't forget that we um, we're going to be out and about. Well, I'm going to be out and about because I'm away. So uh, I'll be on the Zoom call next week and if you do want to get in touch you can do it is baldy and tbf outlook.com that is the email address uh, you can contact us via your liking and your sharing and your whatever you do uh, when you're using social media it's baldy and tbf and that's across x formerly twitter instagram and facebook as well so uh, there we go then until um until next week sir have a great week enjoy the enjoy the football i will do and I will constantly think about the trip to London watching my Jacksonville Jaguars. It was a blast, fella. It was an absolute blast. Oh, and by the way, I just had a quick entry there of uh, your performance for this week. And that was a disgraceful performance, in my opinion. 